Hello, everybody, and welcome to Eliminated, a Royal Rumble podcast, where we take a look at the inconsistencies of the Royal Rumble match. Jim, we have made it to, as of now, our final Royal Rumble match. Right, and as mentioned in the women's Royal Rumble match for 2020, um, we are recording this on March 15th, and the reason we're being very specific is because, as of right now, the... uh, the virus, the coronavirus, is spreading out, and I guess I just kind of want to make sure this is getting done before anything worse happens. Um, we have a guest. It's his final time on here. You want to introduce him? He's This is his... Um, Third appearance. Dude, dude love role, I'm sorry. Yes, this is the dude love role, so he's going to make it to the final four. Uh, here's Rowdy Ross. Welcome back. Oh, have mercy, I guess I should say. Um, I uh, I, th- I thought we were worried about Cyrus the virus, which is why I haven't been watching Impact lately. Mm. Don Callis, Cyrus. Yeah. yeah. I literally just thought of that when you mentioned the virus, so I didn't have time to workshop that one. I, I don't know if it's as bad as the Steve Carino virus, but you know. Oh, I like that one. <laughs> Uh, uh, James has an issue with Steve Carino, long, long-standing heat with with Steve Carino. You probably don't even remember. I, probably, I don't think I do. So we went, we went to an Ace show when they were running out of. I think it was Bayonne, if not very. No, close I was gonna say there's no way you ever came to Bayonne here to watch. No, this. I did. Um, it was if it wasn't Bayonne, it was very close. But wherever close, the Ace, because Bayonne also had Charity Hall, and then that shut down, and the only other. You know what the only other place that I, the only other pro show I remember running in Bayonne, other than Jersey All Pro Wrestling, um, ECPW. Oh God, yeah, they did like a school. But anyway, we went to an Ace show, and I remember Steve Carino was on it, and there was like a crowd brawl, and he kicked a chair into you, and I oh, distinctly no, yeah, I remember wasn't. that. But definitely yeah. wasn't Bayonne. We definitely, I definitely have to say that it was up there, wherever, wherever there was in North Jersey. It's probably yeah. that place where we went was is probably infected right now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but uh, if, okay, 20... if anyone wrestled in that building, they're probably immune to it at this point. <laughs> it's the 2020 Royal Rumble, the Men's Royal Rumble. So the format's a bit different, kind of, in that. Well, Bill, let's talk about what the men were doing. We talked the last episode what the women were doing around this time. Yeah, let's uh, do the roll call of champions for the men. Uh, the current or going into this event. Brock Lesnar is the WWE champion. The United States champion is Andrade. The Raw Tag Team champions are Seth Rollins and Buddy Murphy, later to be Murphy. I hate that. I know. The holder of the Brock Lesnar Memorial Championship at this point is The Fiend, Bray Wyatt. Uh, Shinsuke Nakamura is the Intercontinental Champion. The SmackDown Tag Team Champions are Big E and Kofi Kingston of New Day. The 24-7 Champion is Mojo Rawley. And I forgot to mention this in the last episode, so I'm going to do it now. The Women's Tag Team Champions are the Kabuki Warriors, Asuka and Kyrie Sane. Easy to forget because it seems that WWE has forgotten as well. I don't even know why they even have it. And I would also like to point out that technically Xavier Woods is also or was also a SmackDown Tag Team Champion because they Freebird rule it. I know. Terrible. 
Anyway, go ahead, Bill. Continue. Please. Anyway, to all elite wrestling, La Champion is Chris Jericho. And the AEW Tag Team Champions are Kenny Omega and Adam Page. In Impact Wrestling, their world champion is Tessa Blanchard. Now, the reason I didn't mention her in the last episode is because we were only doing women's titles, not women who also had men's titles. So, just yeah. The tag team champions are the North, Ethan Page, and Josh Alexander. And the X Division champion is Ace Austin. And in Ring of Honor at this time, the world champion is PCO. The tag team champions are Jay Lethal and Jonathan Gresham. The world television champion is Dragon Lee. And the six-man tag team champions are the Mexa Squad, Bandito, Flamita, and Ray Horace. Okay. I know, yeah, the whole PCO thing, I I know who he is, and yeah, great, he's still going. Why make him the champion? But that's a different discussion. I mean, you, there's so many people in the wrestling world, you can ask why make such and such the champion, but... That is that is fair. Yeah. Okay, um, so... Also, was, wasn't the, the, um, the diamond ring for AEW, wasn't that originally, like, going to be some sort of prize to be defended, or no, was that... absolutely never, not. That I was think, never... Okay. No. I, I akined it more to the to the Battle Bowl ring, and that was never really defended. Yeah. Okay. That's at least I mean I maybe I'm wrong. Bill, do you remember them ever saying that the ring would be defended? No. Well well the only time would be like if DDP decided to put it up, but that wasn't No, that no, much. I mean I mean it's cause I mean, did you remember them saying in AEW that their ring oh, would be defended? No. I, yeah, I don't no. remember that either. Okay. All right, so let's talk about anything that is related to the Men's Royal Rumble that is mentioned at the, during the show. Now, I only have one, two things. And so the first one is this terrible thing with the Street Profits. I mean, they're just come out as so annoying, like New Day annoying. So They're worse. Know, he like... Was, I like. I, don't I know like. If I'd say they're worse. I. I don't know. I. I don't get that they're worse. I just say they're like New Day. But I think if I were to choose which one's more annoying, New Day, a hundred percent. Wow. Mm. Well, you don't have street profits throwing fucking pancakes around. Well, I don't yeah, mind the pancakes. True. No, that. Well, but they do have the red solo cups. With, but you can't toss those I guess around. that is probably equivalent to the pancakes. But I didn't really get that vibe. You no, know, they could get worse. Don't worry. I'm sure. Um, anyway, they said they said some shit. Bill, do you have any idea what they said? I didn't even write it down. They were like saying who's going to win, and then eat like Montez or not Montez. Angelo Dawkins beatboxed some of the theme songs, and Montez was was like, "Is it gonna be Brock Lesnar, or is it gonna be Ray Mysterio, or is it gonna be the one and only Ricochet?" Like. Rontez Ford is trying his Vince McMahon impersonation, I think. And like everything else that WWE tries, it went too long. Like, you didn't have to do all the beatboxings with the theme. I like the Street Profits, but I hated the the backstage stuff that they were doing for like, I don't know, it seemed like months on end before they started getting actual matches regularly. Mm -hmm. Oh, as a tag team, they're very good. Yeah, I like them. Just don't, don't have them hype the show like they're Statler and Waldorf. 
That's pretty much what they were. <laughs> they commentate on everything else that happens. Just give them their own stuff to do. <laughs> All right. So the other note that I have here, and I'm really curious if this is actually true. So it's reported that Lashley and Rusev are injured. Um, no, um, no, they weren't injured. The, the ruling was not ruling, but the, the, what happened was it was said that they got into a brawl before, and I believe they even showed it during the pre-show. Um, they were basically pulled, I think my opinion, they were pulled for just two more surprise spots. Mm -hmm. Um, and they were just written off. I think they even showed, like I said, I think they even showed the brawl in the pre-show. And it goes back. And it goes back. To, no, it goes back to from our last episode how, you know, the whole live Lana Lashley Rusev. We should probably give Rusev an L just so we could say Lusev. That angle never really had a conclusion. But it, didn't, it, didn't, it didn't help anyone too, is what we said, and I think right, this right. is further proof of that. So during this time, Rusev and Lashley not even in the Rumble. Lana, what, she was in for not very long. During right, like she much. was the first eliminated. Sure, yes, and then Liv just... Right after her. Right after her, and also then Liv got destroyed at Elimination Chamber. So, like, great, you're the four main players there, absolutely no one looks any better, except maybe Lana because she's doing some kind of movie or something. And maybe, yeah, with Bruce Willis. Bruce Willis movie, yes. As long as it's not a WWE production, it, she has a shot. Um, is it a if you've seen the if you've seen the set photos of the costumes they're in, they don't seem too impressive. You know, CGI could you know add some like lights or something, but they're wearing like Metroid suits without the cool helmets. Okay, based on the photos you've seen, does it look big budget or not really? Not really, just from the costumes. Okay, but again, CGI could fix that. I mean, I'm sure if I saw Robert Downey Jr. in the Iron Man suit, he had to wear it looks far less impressive than what you see in the movie. So, okay. Uh, do either of you two have anything else that I might've missed about anything that affects the men's rumble? Um, a backstage interaction between Samoa Joe and Kevin Owens. Yeah. That's all. Yeah. It wasn't much of anything. Well, what happens? Why don't you tell people one of you? Well, I think they were at each other. They were teaming against, you know, Rollins and his, uh, Congregation. I don't even know really what to call it, but they also kind of butt heads too. But it's not. It wasn't. It was just a back and forth. Hey, you know, you know, we'll deal with Seth Rollins, but then it might come down to the two of us. You know, your typical thing. I didn't write down anything about it either. I just remember it happened. I skipped over it. Okay. I I, I have to mention this real quick. Um, going back to Lana, because it doesn't list on Wikipedia the name of the film she's doing, but Apparently, she was in the first two Pitch Perfect movies. Yes, she was. In the and, background. In the and background. She, and I'm going to make this joke now. She is the third Bella twin. Wow. <laughs> because in Pitch Bellas. Perfect, she is known as Opening Bella. In Pitch Perfect 2, she's known as Legacy Bella. <laughs> <laughs> well, if you've seen any of the movies, have you guys seen the Pitch Perfect movies? I've wanted to see, I think, two and three, but I've only seen one. I refuse to see it any of them. Two is, two is decent, three is garbage. Wait, two is decent, three is garbage? Yes. Okay, interesting. Is there a fourth one coming out? I feel like there is for some reason. No, probably. I wouldn't put it past them. Um, 
So Booker T comes out for this match as one of the announcers. So for this one, we'll have Booker T, Michael Cole, and Corey Graves. I'm curious why... I know Lawler was part of the women's. Why is he not here? And not have... I guess you couldn't have Beth on commentary because she was in the match. And still Um, getting stitches. And Renee's just terrible. I don't need so I I wouldn't even want her in there. I guess they don't have anyone else, do they? That would be a woman that can fill the role for the women's rumble. I know that we should have talked about this last episode, Bill, but I just realizing it now. You just wanted my expert opinion. I don't think there's anybody. Not really, unless you want Paige to go back. Oh God, no! I mean, I hate Paige. Yeah. All right. Um, so anyway, it's Booker T. Um, okay, if we if we're ready, let's just go to it. Uh, intervals are ninety seconds, so our intervals are every seven and a half minutes. So this might be the last time that we say this. Everything I, could be the last in this episode. I know. I got tissues behind me. Watch by the time this airs, freaking WWE's like the greatest Royal Rumble two. <laughs> <laughs> I like We're Rumbles. I wouldn't 60 mind. 60 people. They're going to do it by tens until we get to 100. <laughs> right. They want to make sure there's something on our list so that we never end. It's kind of like, the now, kind of like the now music series. Just keep putting actually, it out. 60 people, real, three rings. Actually, real quick, yes. and I'm just putting this out here. I remember there was a match in Japan. Uh, I think it was the DDT promotion. This is like 10 years ago where they did a 100-person Royal Rumble match. I kind of want to do that. Yeah, what were the intervals? I, that's the problem. I don't remember. Because it was and, and it was on New Year's Eve. So the match started on New Year's Eve. And they, you know, like there's one point where when it's taught, when they're counting down, everybody runs from the back into the ring to count down <laughs> to the new year. That's so f- Bill, we might have to excite the show to do that episode. <laughs> if I can find a clear copy. We might know like five people out of a hundred at this, but who cares? <laughs> Bill, if neither of us get the virus in a few weeks, then we, I think we're going to do this. Yes. <laughs> we got, we'll figure out a format later. Yeah, we will. <laughs> all, right, let, all right, let's get to this one. Okay. All right, so Brock Lesnar is number one because, well, he's Brock Lesnar. He could be number one. Uh, number two is Elias. Three, Eric Rowan. Four, Robert Roode. Five, John Morrison. And I have, during this segment, eliminated Elias Rowan. Rude and Morrison, um, yeah, Brock throws people out. Uh, Bill, let's talk about the rest of the card. All right, so since we did the women's matches on the last episode, we're going to talk about the men here. Which makes more sense, because unlike the women's, the other matches took place after right. the Rumble match. This one, all yeah. these obviously took place before. So we had two pre-show matches. Sheamus, in his return match defeated Shorty G, and Andrade defeated Humberto Carrillo to retain the United States title. Roman Reigns defeated King Corbin in a Falls Count Anywhere match, and Bray Wyatt uh, defeated Daniel Bryan in a strap match to stay the Universal Champion. Um, I think you've gotten that title wrong. Oh, oh pardon me, the Brock Lesnar Memorial Championship. Thank you. Uh, okay. Can I ask why 
that why the because he's the, held it for so damn long and for such a long period of time and never yeah. came back every week and probably even didn't defend it every month so yeah it's the Brock Lesnar Memorial Championship and so until some won't, yeah, go ahead Bill go ahead you can say. no I was gonna say until somebody passes the combined number of days he's held it we will keep calling it the Brock Lesnar Memorial Championship correct which um, is at six eighty eight. And what's the who's how how far off are we by the way on that? Like, uh, who's like the, the second one? Yeah, who's the, the closest one? Kevin there? Owens at 188 days. Jesus. All right, cool. <laughs> All right, that's at least at least we will have that bill. We'll always yeah. have the Brock Lesnar Memorial Lesnar Championship. World Championship. <laughs> so, uh, I guess Ross, you start this off. Unless you want um, to chime in on any of the other matches, by the way, on the rest of the card. Because now's the time to well, do it. Well, yeah. Um, by the time the Roman Reigns and Baron Corbin, the street fight, or whatever it was. Was it a street fight, technically? Falls count anywhere? Falls um, count. Yeah. By the time that happened, I was already bored of the feud. And this wasn't even the end of the feud. Um I like that they brawled around the stadium. They went and dug out. I would have wanted to see them go into the dugout see maybe find the Astros trash can and the computer <laughs> set up. But as a baseball fan, that's just me. Um, but, you know, crowd brawls, maybe it's because I'm older, but this seemed like, hey, we have to go this way to hit our mark and do these things and then go here to do that thing. When I was a teenager in the Attitude Era and they would do crowd brawls, it didn't seem as, you know, by the numbers, hey, let's do this there and this there. I don't know. Maybe it's because I'm older. I but... think it's because you're older because I always feel the same thing with crowd brawls. I'm just like, when I was younger, I'd be like, yeah, yeah, let's go, let's go. Now I'm like, oh, fuck, you really got to go out there. I don't want to follow you. Yeah, but, uh, it, yeah, it was a whatever brawl. Um, Brian versus The Fiend. I don't think, I don't know that it was as good as their uh, last Royal Rumble match in 2014, but it was still good. Um, I'm kind of... I like The Fiend, but I'm kind of tired of his no-selling. Something about The Undertaker, again, maybe it's because I'm older, but Undertaker's no-selling was, you know, it was cool, but The Fiend, it's just enough already. But now that now that he's already lost, I guess that's over with, too. So, And uh, the Brock Lesnar elimination spree, that went way too long. But I get why Morrison's... Well, we got to do this... Will we... Keep it. Keep your notes contained to the segments, please. Fine. All right. So what, you, what, what do you have for this segment? Um, I understand why Morrison's uh, return was before the Rumble because it was get, just going to get pissed away for Brock Lesnar anyway. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah. Well, no, I'm going to bring up one of my notes because I actually do have a note here apparently. Um, so I guess one of the announcers, maybe Bill, you can vouch for this. Uh, right. said that, like, Brock Lesnar declared himself number one, and that's unprecedented? Yes. yes. That's not true. Did not Shawn Michaels declare himself number one? Oh! When he started with Chris Jericho? That's right! So it is not unprecedented, so shut up. Um, I, and, oh, someone said that this is the shortest Royal Rumble, and I was like, no, I don't think that's true either, even if Lesnar no, eliminates they- everybody. Now, they were saying at this pace, it will be the shortest rumble. But that's not true, because 
in 95, it was only like one minute intervals. So just by default, if everyone got eliminated from this right away, it still wouldn't be lower than that. Right. So we already start off with boringness and falsalities. Bill, what do you have? Uh, Robert Rude came back a few weeks prior to the Rumble because he had been suspended for wellness policy violations. Mm-hmm. So I wonder if this was Rude's punishment for getting suspended for 30 days. Probably was. Mm-hmm. Um, I miss beer money. Yeah, I know. Now, there was a sign that, that I saw during this match that I saw at the end of the women's that I didn't mention because it was when Charlotte was going back. And I just want to point it out. It's my only sign for this match. Okay. Lucas sucks. <laughs> so, Lucas, appara- if you're listening to this, apparently you suck. Fuck you, Lucas. <laughs> Piece of shit. <laughs> Did you guys mention the uh, the sign for Lana? Lana cheats yes. worse than the Houston. Okay, yes. just yes. want to make sure that was covered. Yeah, nothing uh, more on that. Bill was covered on the signs. Okay, yeah. and uh, I, I just want to tell our Houston listeners: just remember, on May twenty third, the Washington Nationals were nineteen and thirty one, and they went on to win the World Series. So there. By the way, he also said this on the last episode. I <laughs> so allow me to throw in um if there is a baseball season this year when you guys come to yankee stadium you're all fucked <laughs> i wish Continue. i wish i was going to the one in dc but i'm going to be out of town for the fourth of july so i'm pissed that i'm not going to be able to see the the astros play the nationals again <laughs> um, damn it's Royal rumble super interesting <laughs> oh it's uh... <laughs> They even uh, say it's like the tale of two rumbles, and that's pretty much what it was. Nine, eight, seven, six, five, four, three, two, six through ten. Six Kofi Kingston, seven Rey Mysterio, eight Big E, nine Cesaro, ten Shelton Benjamin. I have during this segment eliminated Mysterio, Big E, Kofi, Cesaro, and Benjamin. Um, and we'll start the discussion off with Bill. Okay, now this is where, for me, I actually start to like this match. Mm. Because Kofi and Ray come out back-to-back. And this is Brock's past coming back to him. And I actually like this. Because the first five, it's just, oh, Elias, gone. Rowan, gone. Rude, gone. Morrison, gone. Here, Kofi stays in. Ray makes, you know, stays in. And then Big E, who doesn't do his, you know, intro shtick, comes out. I know. It it actually surprised me he didn't do it. I forgot all Um, about it until you just said it. They get together, and it's like, okay, we've got something here. And it's enjoyable for like the minute plus that they have together and then Brock eliminates them. Mm-hmm. So at least in the, at that part, it's like, okay, now we slowly have something coming together, okay. which we'll get again in the next thing. So at one point, 
one of the announcers says, probably after all these eliminations in this segment happen, this is unprecedented. And then I wrote, this is boring. But then <laughs> I want to add, you know what is, right now, you know, Bill, what is unprecedented? What? The last segment that we did was probably the least we've ever talked about the Royal Rumble match in the history of this podcast. That is very true. That's unprecedented. It's because they didn't give you anything to talk about when, when, and when they laid out, you know, those first five guys get thrown out immediately. You start to worry, like, all right, how long is this going? See, but the one thing I, I don't think I was worried at the first five. In fact, I have a note here. It's when Cesaro gets out. I wrote down. That's when I said, "Boy, they really called it in for this one." So it took me till about number. Number nine. Mm-hmm. I didn't feel this way, actually. Um, and then there was a weird thing of Brock and Shelton Benjamin and, like, their history out of nowhere. I mean, I don't watch every week. So am I right to assume that it's fucking out of nowhere? So they – it's been acknowledged that they trained in college together. When, uh, they were they were at Minnesota. Where, oh, where was it acknowledged? Yes. Um, on like DVDs and stuff, if you yeah, so if you watch that and on the right, it so was you, never on TV, right. uh, except one other time um, when Shelton came back out of nowhere. I guess it was one of Brock's off months, mm-hmm. and Paul. <laughs> Which one is that? Exactly. <laughs> but, uh, I don't remember who who was going after Brock or was searching for Brock, but Paul Heyman came out and introduced Shelton Benjamin as like a hired hitman. Now, if they had had Benjamin doing the weekly, uh, hey, you know, I'll represent Brock this week or whatever, that would have been cool. It happened once. It happened once. I know. That's what I mean. I was like, maybe, I, I was like, you know, I usually for certain things, I'm like, maybe I miss something. I was like, I can almost guarantee you that this did not happen. Like, once, like once, yeah. four, yeah, four one, or five uh, months ago. Yeah. Um, Bill, how much time do we have left? Three and a half minutes. Motherfucker. So, Russ, what do you, you want to talk the, about? Go ahead. This, this, the, the whole format of this rumble kind of fucks the whole flow of the show. I know. Um, I like the whole... I, mean, I, would, the, I would argue the format of the rumble fucked up the Royal Rumble itself. <laughs> also true. I like the whole, like, well, like what Bill said, I like the whole Big E rallying the troops with Kofi and Ray. Um, I would have wanted it to last longer and have more people build up, but whatever. Um, I I hated everything about the first half of this rumble, (laughs) everything about it. And I'm usually, I know I'm brought in to be like the WWE apologist. I have, I have nothing. Yeah. If it wasn't for that, I wouldn't have a gig here. Right. Um, Because we have to prove you wrong. (laughs) Well, here, I don't think we can. Yeah, I've been right, fired. No, Ross is actually on the good side this time. I know. Yeah, I know. Well, how much time do we have left, Bill? Two and a half minutes. Oh my God. All right, Ross, um, do an impression of someone that has already <laughs> been in this Royal Rumble. Oh, God. Well, if I spoke without any charisma, it could be John Morrison. <laughs> As. You know. Oh, was, was, that, was that it when you said that? Was yes. That with no charisma? Yes. Okay. I'm the. I'm the Tuesday night delight. I'm the shaman of sexy. Okay. Do you believe I was John Morrison just there? Kind of. <laughs> Thank yeah. you. 
Bill, right, I'm gonna have to turn to Bill. Bill, can you, of the last five people, can you sing me like 15 to 20 seconds of someone's theme song of the five? So Kingston, oh. Mysterio, Biggie, Cesaro, or Benjamin. And actually, for Kingston, I would want you to sing SOS. Okay, well, I'm gonna do Mysterio. Uh, Booyaka, six one nine, Booyaka, Booyaka. It's my rhyme. Booyaka, Booyaka, Ray Mysterio. Booyaka, Booyaka, six one nine. You're not gonna beat the Daredos. I'm gonna get no beat the Daredos. I'm speaking something that's not Spanish. <laughs> Guys, this is how we go out with the last episode. I believe those are the actual <laughs> lyrics. I know. Um. Oh, I got a great question. So wait, hold on, Russ. So yes. you know how we mentioned the virus last episode, because I'm openly acknowledging both these episodes are being recorded on March 15th. And one thing we talked about in the last episode was that there's, like, how you're supposed to wash your hands for, like, 20 seconds. And people are, <laughs> oh, I know. People totally. are talking about songs that, like, they'll use for it. Yes. What's yours and your, and your wife's, if you have one? Uh, honestly, it's been uh, it's the first one of those memes where they lay out the lyrics as you're washing your hands. Uh, it's Judas, Jericho's theme. Okay. Mm-hmm. Well, that, okay. yeah, that's for both of you or just you? No, I don't know what Laura's been doing. Ask her right now because we have the. Talk. She's on the fo- She's in the room. She's in the other room on the phone with her mother. Oh, so that um, she's phoning it in just like this rumble. <laughs> yes. <laughs> it's probably well, like the, the SpongeBob theme song. <laughs> Eleven through fifteen. Eleven Shinsuke Nakamura. Twelve MVP. Thirteen Keith Lee. Fourteen Braun Strowman. Fifteen Ricochet. I have during this segment eliminated Nakamura, MVP, Lee, Strowman, and Lesnar. So that's it. No, no, no. Next next one. I was gonna say that sounds wrong. I don't know why. Why I have it written down. Yeah, because you didn't even. We didn't even get McIntyre out yet. I was probably bored, and I was probably out of it when I wrote the notes (laughs) at this point. Okay. I actually do have some stuff here. Okay, so first is, I guess one of the announcers compared Lesnar to Thanos. I was very upset yes. by that. Mm-hmm. Because he's a multi-layered MVP. character, and Lesnar just suplexes. Because MVP was dressed like the Black Panther. Is that what it was? I didn't even yeah. know that was why that was happening. Yeah, that's why I made the joke. And I said, oh, please, more German suplexes. Um... This has got to be the biggest phoned in in Rumble history. Then I said maybe 95, because that was also pretty phoned in, too. Yeah, 95 will always be, like, my least favorite. Um, oh, why does Lesnar having a good Royal Rumble run negate that he barely shows up? I guess one of the announcers said something about that. Oh, my gosh. Okay, yeah, because, like, at one, uh, twice, Michael Cole says, to those people that, qu- you know, Brock Lesnar is a fighting champion. To those that question him, the night is showing you why he is. I'm like, bullshit. Yeah, like, what is one else to champion, the belt would be on the line. Right. Thank you. You know, you were, asking me, you were asking me to do an impression. You just got your impression right there. That was well, picture perfect. I, I, mean, I still wanted you to do an impression, but obviously you won't. Sorry, um, I'm not. I'm not a voice uh, voice actor. Why wouldn't Zane interfere with it, with the chair? I thought when I saw him, he had a chair or something. And I'm like, why wouldn't you not use it? 
Because he doesn't want to get murdered by Brock Lesnar. But he has a weapon. He can at least try. Yeah. All right. Bill, what do you I don't know. Um, okay. When Keith Lee comes out, and I remember seeing this live when it happened, Brock Lesnar has one of the – actually, one of the best moments of the night. Because for those that don't know, I can read lips pretty good. Okay. So he's looking at Paul – because Paul's not on the camera. And he looks at him and he's like, who's this motherfucker? <laughs> word for word, he said, who's this motherfucker? Well, there we go. Uh, that was great. Oh, and MVP returning. That's the biggest return of the night. I mean, there's nobody else bigger than MVP coming back. What? It's a joke, Ross. It's okay. Called- I didn't. I honestly didn't sense any sarcasm. I thought you were being dead ass serious. <laughs> guys, we, guys, we have a problem. Mm-hmm. I actually don't. I was looking because I was looking at my Lesnar mistake when I was probably like zoned out. I don't have it eliminated at all, so I actually well, don't know <laughs> for the history of the show just, the, when he's eliminated. Just slot it in in the next segment. Yeah, um, is, is it the next segment? Who knows? Yes. yes. Okay, exactly. Cool. Thank you. Jesus Christ. Spoiler alert. Um, I do like, I did like uh, Lesnar dancing to MVP's song. Um, I didn't. Lesnar, well, you know, it brings it back to Boom. Lee and Strowman. Yeah, that was bad. Yeah. What about Strowman? I enjoyed that. Okay. Um, uh, how it, much time do you have left, We have well, 352. Okay. God damn it. <laughs> Guys, who do you think is going to be in the blood and guts match whenever that happens? <laughs> well, isn't it? Pretty it's already good. been announced who it was supposed to be. Is it all, yeah. is it all five of them? Because I thought I didn't think that that was confirmed. I thought they were just saying the elite versus the inner circle. I didn't know that. that no, they 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 put out a poster for it. Oh. So who's well, in now? I didn't see it then. Now it's, with one of the Bucks, quote unquote, injured, I wonder if somebody else is going to replace him. Possibly, but the as of. Uh, as of before everything started getting shut down, um, yeah, it was the inner circle as you know them versus the elite, you know, as so as we know uh, them. So the so the Bucks, Cody, Dustin, and Hangman, I see. No, Omega and oh, Omega. Okay. Yeah. Omega and Hangman. Yeah, it's uh, it's Jericho, Hager, Sammy, and are they proud and powerful? Are they I believe Sam- they're proud and powerful. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Cody, Hangman, Kenny, and the Bucks. Mm-hmm. Okay. Whenever it happens. Right, right. Hey, at least it's confirmed there's a top. Yeah, it's I know. That's somewhere. the thing I'm probably the most happy about. Me too. I'm with you. I'm with you. <laughs> but every other rule, from what I remember seeing, is identical to your traditional WCW, NWA war games. Yeah. None of that shark cage bullshit. I just keep them backstage yeah. or just around the ring. I have a question because I know that's because of this virus thing that the Newark show was pushed back. Is that also War Games was pushed back, or is that just the Newark show? And now War Games is probably going to be like sometime in April if you know things clear up. I would imagine if I'm if I'm in charge of organizing the AEW shows, I keep blood and guts to whenever we go to Newark, mm-hmm. but. That's, you know, obviously maybe that isn't going to work out and they needed to keep it at a certain schedule. Well, here's, I don't the, know. here's the problem with, with, to me with that is like, it's, I, I'm, let's, 
assume that in two weeks everything's somewhat back to normal and people are running shows and sporting events are happening. All right, let's mm-hmm. just assume two weeks. I don't see AEW keeping this keeping this feud hot for until like July. That's why I'm like, I feel like you have to do it in April then. Yeah, that's all. That's that's been time. that's been my stance on a lot of the these things because you know you're also got WrestleMania that might be pushed back. Mm-hmm. And especially WWE doesn't have a tra- good track record of stretching feuds to where they're still hot. Right. So like you, AEW I with mean, blood there are and enough guts. people that are uninterested in that show as it is though. Jesus Christ. Um, but yeah, it's 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 going to be really challenging for pretty much every company to keep these feuds interesting. Or do you rebuild? And shuffle some stuff around where, okay, maybe the Intercontinental title will be this guy and this guy instead of what you originally had planned. You know, like, do you stick with what you had even if it's two, three months down the line? Or do you sh- shake everything up because of the, the, the pushback? Right. Well, I feel like it's easier. For some reason, I feel like it's easier for AEW to shift because WWE uses all, like, the part-timers. <laughs> I feel that makes it harder. Possibly. Sixteen through twenty. Sixteen Drew McIntyre. Seventeen The Miz. Eighteen AJ Styles. Nineteen Dolph Ziggler. Twenty Carl Anderson. And I have during this segment eliminated Miz and Lesnar. Yes. (laughs) Yep. Jesus. Oh, and Ricochet. The biggest, the biggest elimination. I thought I said Ricochet in the last one for some reason. All right, whatever. Ricochet too. I think that, by the way, that's what I'm confused by. I got, for some reason, I have Ricochet down twice. That's what's throwing me off. The biggest elimination of the match, aside from the final one, and he misses it in his notes. Yeah, because I didn't care at that point. I'm still, I'm bored. All right. That's fair. Ziggler's 13th rumble, get fired. That's a note. <laughs> and now they're doing the same thing with McIntyre question mark. I guess to me, like, because didn't someone come out after McIntyre and then they threw him right away, right out or something like that? Yeah. So, so I was like, oh, uh, great, more of this shit. So it was Ricochet, McIntyre, and Lesnar. Ricochet low blows Lesnar. McIntyre kicks him over the top rope. And then McIntyre catches Ricochet off a crossbody. Throws him immediately. Miz thrown pretty much immediately. And maybe one other guy after the Miz. But I don't know if your notes no, reflect that. I can't believe yeah. we've talked about Dolph fucking Ziggler 13 times. I think Kofi's also been in it 13 times. But Kofi's I think they... fun sometimes. That's true. That is true. Yeah, Especially his SLS as... stuff. For... And you're making me crazy, Kofi. For as long as Dolph's been around, like, when was the last time he actually did something? The cash-in the night after WrestleMania. That's the last thing I can tell you. That's true. Oh, oh what about uh, that Survivor Series when he beat the Authority to get rid of him? Oh, yeah, the spot that Roman was supposed to have, but he had, like, a herniated disc. Mm-hmm. Or yeah. Okay, got it. All right, Bill, what else you got? Um... Basically, I have learned if you kick Brock in the balls, he can be beat. So we're basically going with the Bobby Hill method from King of the Hill, where if you kick someone in the balls, you will win. Mm -hmm. 
So we're saying for WrestleMania, Claymore straight to the balls? Pretty much. Okay. I'd like to see that. Uh, Ross, what else do you have? Um, much like Vince McMahon seems to be, I'm over Ricochet. He's yeah. exciting. He's exciting, but he's just... Uh, he. Whenever he speaks, it's not that... Maybe he says some cool stuff, but his voice always sounds like he's either nervous, scared, pissing himself presently as he's speaking. I don't know. Interesting. I don't think I've ever heard him speak, to be honest. With you. He's had to a couple times, and it's always. Oh no, I don't. Shit. I don't doubt that he ha- has or hasn't. I'm just saying, like, I guess when I've the times that I've been watching, I guess a mic wasn't put into, in his face. And based off of what happened at Survivor Series, I kind of would have preferred Keith Lee to get Ricochet's assist. Okay. Mm. That would have been okay, nice. But I will say this, though. Keith Lee, I have seen, because I do watch some NXT. He's a terrible talker, too. I don't think so. I think he is. That that one was the last week, whatever time he was in the ring with that other guy that used to be Trevor Lee. I was like, this is terrible. Like, give him a manager, for God's sake. Oh, but managers don't exist anymore. Remember, Vince McMahon yeah, right. made them extinct or right, endangered so, species. I guess. Well, if if managers, we got we got Paul. Seems they're kind of like leaning toward MVP, looking for someone, or they're just using him as a as a punching bag. As it's, I don't know. It's but, basically Paul Heyman, Zelina Vega, and to a degree, Sami Zayn. To a degree, right? Sure. And now he's Intercontinental Champion. Exactly. Presently. What's Present. our time, by the way? Three minutes, ten seconds. That's how much Every we have time left? you ask. That's all we have left. Oh, my God. Uh, Bill, what do you have for this segment? When Brock is eliminated, the roof goes off the building. Like, you could feel the excitement. That's impressive for an open-air stadium. Continue. It is. It really is. And then... After, you know, because what, what's also interesting is, like, how Drew keeps looking back at Brock. Like, he eliminates Ricochet. He looks at Brock. Miz comes in. Then he eliminates him. Looks at Brock. And then Brock, as he's leaving, he's like, I'll be watching you. Or I'll be keeping my eye on you. Because, you know, That's Brock, a perfect impression. Yeah, that, that, that probably is Brock Lesnar. Because, you know, Brock Lesnar has the brain of a coconut, so... <laughs> Was uh, AJ was AJ in this group? Uh yeah, he was. Uh, I I have a note. AJ Styles always looks better in outdoor shows because his majestic hair gets to flow freely. <laughs> you know that I is my that is my input on this one. I never thought of that. That's very true. Because um, as much as he gets made fun of for having soccer mom hair, hey uh hey James, why are you calling me? Uh, because I'm doing what WWE is doing. I'm phoning it in. Jesus Christ. Is that what I'm like, what the hell is this asshole doing? What if I had picked up? What if I had picked up? Oh, that's right. I guess it would have come right through your phone because you you don't use the laptop. You don't have a laptop for the Skype. I mean, really? No, I'm not about that. No, I'm no. I don't know what would have happened. That's a good question. So, no, I'm I'm my notes are on my phone. Uh, That's that's where I have that. But I have my backup. We have a minute twenty. We could try this just to nah, see. Let's let's do something else. 
I'm not. I, I'm. I'm talking to him in one thing. I don't need to talk to him in two ways. <laughs> <laughs> one way is enough. Oh, well, hopefully God. the next segment will be more interesting. Yeah, it will. Not likely. It. It'll be in the minute. I think, uh, you know what? I agree with Willis on that one. Um, Bill, what else you got? We get a point where from AJ to Carl Anderson. The, the, the crowd is silent. Mm-hmm. It's, it's, I, I don't know if it's because of Brock got eliminated or they're like just calming themselves down and there's nothing else going on, which, which probably it is. But, you know. It's, it's kind of like when you look at a regular card, you have like Undertaker versus Sean, like fourth or fifth match, then mm-hmm. match right after that. There's really no crowd, so you get Brock eliminated, and right after that, it's kind of the crowd starts to relax a little bit, waiting for the next big thing, which clearly is coming very soon. Um, Perfect segue. Okay, 21 through 25. 21, Edge, 22, King Corbin, 23, Matt Riddle, 24, Luke Gallows, 25, Randy Orton. And I have during this segment eliminated AJ, Riddle, Corbin, Gallows, Anderson. Uh, We'll start the discussion off with Bill. All right. This is where I'm going to be very passionate. Edge's return is the reason why the Royal, this is what the Royal Rumble is all about. The, you know, cause yeah, you saw, you know, on Twitter, he had gear, pictures of gear and stuff, but just the raw emotion of the fans and then edges look as if he's about to cry. It's like, this is what the match is all about. This is what the 30 years of the Rumble is about. The shocks, the unex, you know, the unexpected, you know, this is what the Rumble is supposed to be all about. And this is such a perfect moment. And then for Edge to do as well as he does, not spoiling too far ahead, makes it even better. But then we get the funniest moment of this match because King Corbin is the next guy out. And you could see the, you know, his banners with that virtual reality stuff and Corey Graves is like oh my god he's back I can't believe it I thought he wasn't gonna be in it <laughs> and I'm like Corey you idiot he did a promo like 40 minutes ago saying he was it. I think he's Corey also said something like all right it's all well and good that Edge is back but it's time for the winner to arrive yeah for, for King Corbin <laughs> I heard someone saying Humpty Dumpty the King's down when, yes. when when Corbin gets eliminated, I think. I, no, I just see. I don't know who it was though. Yeah. Um, yeah, I was gonna say I don't care what your opinion is on part timers and 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 not going with current stars and bringing people from the past. If you weren't a fan of Edge's return and the fact that he's back, I question whether or not you're really a wrestling fan. Well, yeah. here's what I don't understand though: is I'm surprised that. Okay, so like I'm I was. I knew he would get a big reaction, but what I am surprised about is, like, Bill, you, that, I feel like it wasn't a surprise. I feel like 
we've known about that this was going to happen for like about two or three months for some reason. Uh, that he was I, coming back. Like, what am I going to believe him when he says, um, I didn't hear anything about that? Well, I, I mean, he has to lie to a degree, you know, which to by save the, which, which, by, which, by the way, I, I do have an issue. Like, you know how people give shit to, like, the, the wrestling journalists out there about, like, mm-hmm. you know, you're just guessing or whatnot. Right. This is a prime example of, like, this is why sometimes they can't ask when they have to report, like, sources said. Because mm-hmm. if you literally ask Edge, he just blatantly lied like you know what i'm saying like you can't yeah, say, no i, I don't go, I you don't go you have to go to the right source well what if the source that you're supposed to go to is a liar mm-hmm. well you're 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 calling him a liar as if it's i don't him saying no i'm not coming back i have no problem with edge lying about the return for wanting to keep it a secret that's that's like asking um, hey, Robert Downey Jr., what happens at the end of Endgame? You expect them to tell you what's going to happen? They do, but they don't say what it is. They find some way to go around it. This is basically him saying, I didn't hear anything about that. I've never seen a contract. And I'll also do one. Be- do you another one. Morrison did the same thing. And if I see Brian Cage in AEW in the next three months, he did the same thing. Isn't he hurt? Yeah, he's hurt right I have right no now. idea. I don't, I, don't, I don't keep up with the life of Brian Cage except to hear that he apparently signed with AEW. But the, like, only time, the only time I've ever kept up with Brian Cage's life is when Melissa Santos tweeted that he has a yummy penis. <laughs> Hold on. When was this? This was like two years ago. What? Somebody was talking about a Brian Cage match and how he's on steroids. Mm-hmm. And Melissa Santos, who he is married to, said... But he has a yummy penis. And it's on Twitter. And I'm like, what the hell are you doing? Say what you want about wrestling journalists. That's something I want sourced three times over. I want them to (laughs) be researching this. Yes. (laughs) I agree. We're the source. That that is a running joke. Well, I guess his wife would be the best source. Good God. You, You would hope so. You would hope. You would so. hope so. Yes. Um, there was an Orton and Edge reunion at some point during the segment. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, what's actually, the other people didn't bring up like the biggest thing people were complaining about. Matt Riddle. Well, oh yeah, I complained about him now constantly. <laughs> he used to be okay. Um, what's that? Didn't people give this show shit for like apparently? Hey, they missed the spear or something like that. Oh, yes. I'm surprised yes. neither of you brought it up. I didn't bring it I, up well, because I didn't think it was a big deal. Well, when he when the the live pay per view, they get all the crowd reactions and then they follow Edge up the aisle. But they cut away as he. I think they missed the Ziggler spear first, and the first one. First one he throws in nine years, they miss it. I think they barely caught the Carl Anderson one. Thankfully, they have edited it on the network. If you were to watch it today, and I watched it yesterday, um, it's in there. So you see everything. But live, they were cutting on everything other than Edge's first in-ring interaction in nine years. Mm-hmm. So, If Oops. if you go onto WWE's YouTube, because every, for every pay-per-view, they have a watch-along with some of the wrestlers. Xavier Woods is back there for the watch-along, 
And his reaction to them missing the spear is hilarious. Oh, he I need to go see that. You do. It's he complains. It is absolutely hilarious. I like. I get one thing that the WWE still does right is production. And so I guess for me, I wasn't thinking of it as a big deal because if you look at the span of a WWE show, there's not that many mistakes there in general. Not. So what? This is like the one mistake out of like probably 900 t- camera changes throughout the entire night. You know, camera one, go to camera two, camera two, go to camera mm-hmm. four. They, and a lot of people would complain that they do it excessively, even for, even if it's still just all stuff in the ring. They don't need this angle in this corner, this angle in that corner. They do it too much anyway. Five, And we have made it to our last five. 26, Roman Reigns. 27, Kevin Owens. 28, Aleister Black. 29, Samoa Joe. And 30, Seth Rollins. And I have during this segment eliminated going into the final four segment, Ziggler, Black, Owens, Joe, and Rollins. Uh, we start the discussion off with Russ. Um, I maintain that I throw a better stunner than Kevin Owens. I, I don't mind that he does it. It just... Never looks good. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I like out. Yes. Do you, you, do you that agree that, you, that I that you would do a better stunner? By the way, I had I threw one stunner in my in my career, and uh, I'd like to think it was pretty good. I don't have it on tape to verify, but take my word for it. It was great. Um, I like Aleister Black. I just wish he'd have like he hasn't had any kind of actual feuds. It's just people knocking on his door. They have a match. That's it. Mm-hmm. He needs a defining feud where he can be like dark and creepy and violent, but it's, that's never going to happen. Right. So, um, and Samoa Joe has the worst luck, I would think, between injuries and now isn't he out suspended currently? He's suspended. He's fat. I know it's a Scott Steiner line, but still. <laughs> um. Yeah, I think. You know, I think they've had fat guys get busted for the wellness policy before. Oh, definitely. I, can't I think Umaga was. Yes. that's. I was trying to think of there was definitely someone that was bigger that definitely right. got. Now, I want to I point this out. And, Ross, I think you're going to get my reference here, okay. what I'm about to say. Probably not. Go ahead. Uh, well, it's a sports reference. When Roman Reigns comes out, Michael Cole says... This is the latest number that has not won the Royal Rumble match. And when I heard that, the when I saw it live, I was like, oh, my God, they just spoiled the ending. He's going to win it. Because it's almost like if you watch a football game and they bring in the kicker for a field goal and he's like, oh, this kicker hasn't missed in 33 attempts. And then he misses the attempt and the commentator basically jinxed him. Do you, do you get where I'm going with this, Ross? More or less. Are you, yeah. Because I thought for sure when Cole said that, I was like, oh, my God, they just spoil the ending. I, I don't see, obviously, we know where, where this goes, but I don't see them having Roman Reigns win a Rumble for a very long time because it'll just get booed. I don't yeah. care how, how popular he is or whatever. People don't want to see Roman Reigns succeed to the level of being champion or winning the rumble or winning something else. They're just happy to have him back from the cancer. Just have him be upper mid card. 
don't give him a title. So I, I can only imagine what's going to happen at WrestleMania. But I, I don't think people are that fully invested in Roman Reigns being the guy again. Yeah. Postpone the card. Make a new card. That's what I say. I mean, they're probably going to yeah. postpone it anyway. There's right. They're going to have to. Shot, so make a new card. Yeah. This one's shit. Uh, let's see. Why didn't Sammy do what Seth did? That's a note. I like, I, yeah, I, I liked it. And, and I, if, if he hadn't won in 2019, I would have been okay with Seth Rollins winning the Rumble because of his disciples mm-hmm. picking everyone apart. I like the Messiah gimmick in general. Um, I was never huge on Seth Rollins, but I like this. Um, mostly because I'm not very religious and sacrilegious gimmicks are up my alley. And I still maintain. Oh, hold on, I still maintain Seth Rollins one night on Raw should pass around a collection plate to see how much money people would actually. <laughs> well, when they allow people back into the arenas, we'll give it a try. Mm-hmm. I mean, but they did kind of do that it's with Devon. Oh, there goes an ambulance. Yeah, the <laughs> Deacon Batista. Mm-hmm. Uh, he would have the box, and I, I, Batista, I yeah, yes. no, yeah, yeah. People would definitely put money in there. Well, I, think, now, I was going to say, you can. I wonder if there's a way to look, research how it, much uh, Batista made from that. It's actually a good good thing you're bringing this up because I have this in my notes. Because Booker T throughout the match is talking about like gambling and betting odds because he's like, oh, it, Drew was at nine to two odds to win the Rumble. I'm thinking like, is Booker T now like, doing the book in vegas like does he have <laughs> his own business you know, buddy I, off seth Rollins. he's a i think i think they were doing that before the chamber pay-per-view i'm not trying to like disjoint our timeline here but i think they were doing that like the pre-show of the chamber pay-per-view too talking about I mean, betting odds it would be perfect for him because of what part of his name is book or t oh that's pretty good change it to bookie t bookie t um, <laughs> we had we bookie t is our new moment yes now here here you go with that during the rumble and i swear they did it before the chamber i what are they going to start doing uh, sports betting for like wrestlemania like <laughs> announce some sort of joint partnership by the way i'm almost sure you're right about that elimination chamber thing too because i feel bookie like i feel like that guy that why the fuck was he even on uh sam roberts was talking about it no i think uh, uh sam roberts wasn't it was P- uh, oh, rosenberg who made his triumphant return at a oh yeah oh, i'm, I'm sorry that get, rosenberg yeah that, i still, am surprised he didn't get the jbl championship pyro upon his return uh, why the fuck are you here <laughs> um, i do not like i do not like rosenberg but i like him more than sam roberts i think i don't like them equally it's more of like who could you tolerate more? Neither. <laughs> um. Yeah. So anyway, yeah. That. So Ross, I think you're right with that because I vaguely remember that about the. But you know what? Now I'm all about Bookie T. So, <laughs> yeah, we need that now. <laughs> we need that in our lives. Although now, he can't, ta- he can't take any bookings right now. You know what? If they did Bookie T on WWE backstage, I'd watch it every week. Me too. Well, I, would, actually, I would stay up till midnight to watch it's a, it. It's not pretty late for me, so I don't know. Um, I, 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 do, I try to DVR it, though, or something. Right. Bookie T. Bookie T is the best. <laughs> we need that. 
Uh, um, yeah, go ahead, Bill. No, I, was gonna, I wanted to mention this before we get to the final four. Um, when we get to the five, and Seth is trying to, you know, get Roman Reigns to team up with him, I wrote down as if I was Vince McMahon. Yeah, the Shield was just two members. There was never a third man. It was always Seth and Roman. Who gives a shit about that third guy? No, they could have just had Kurt Angle be the third guy. <laughs> You know, you bring that up, Bill, and one of That's my notes true. says here, why wouldn't Reigns team with Rollins during this match? That's true. Like, yeah. the, the Messiah stuff has never targeted Roman. No. Uh, the, the shield broke up amicably when Ambrose left. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, there, there should be no animosity. He's uh, literally- Ambrose you're talking about. <laughs> right. That's... <laughs> Um, so yeah, I was curious about that. And you know what, Bill, I also was thinking about this, because I think Seth's calling, was it the Monday Night Messiah or something like that? Yes. Yes. What What do you think Josiah thinks about it from our, uh, That's 1991 Rumble? One of our earlier ones. Yeah, it's a, not, not, um, I don't know. Um, I'm, I'm, I'm hoping that he doesn't take it as seriously as my comment about the uh, rambling rabbit being my new Lord and savior comment from That's 2015, true. True. I, which I do apologize. Just I, if you are listening, I, I was only having fun. Look, if you have, if anyone has a problem with the Monday night Messiah, you should also have a problem with King of Kings. That's how I feel. That That's was fair. the one. I, I'll be honest. That was the one I was always worried about. Like, Oh my God, why would you do that? Well, we, <laughs> we do have confirmed that he is not annoyed by that. If I'm not mistaken, the King okay. of Kings thing. All right. And so then I go, back, he's not, go he, back even further. You got Vince, you know, mocking God and doing the Triple H water spit with holy oh, water. Oh, yeah, with the holy water. Yeah, I remember that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, you know, Undertaker being dead, like raising dead and talking about demons. Like, there's a lot of there's a lot of things. Like, if you're a religious person, hell, Austin 316. Mm-hmm. Like, I think if, maybe in the future, I'm going to have to do a show with Josiah and, like, just come out with a list is, as a pastor, which of the following has offended you and which has not? And just go down the list. And actually, Christ, actually it would be a very interesting show, to be honest with you. Father James Mitchell, the sinister minister. He looks like Satan. Mm-hmm. I would bring my neighbor over. He's a bishop, but I don't think he would do it just because it's wrestling. So, <laughs> But he's a nice guy. So, well, wait, well, hold on. Which is, and again, I don't know too much about I guess churches and religions, a, which is a, higher. A bishop, bishop is a higher position than a pastor. Yeah. Okay. Uh, now, yeah. a bishop only goes diagonally, right? <laughs> no, vertically. Oh god! No. Oh, it's chess. Oh my god! I'm so stupid. <laughs> <laughs> and bishop That's is chess. Bishop, bishop is diagonal. Wow. This. Conversation is way better than the first half of this Rumble match. Thanks a lot, 2020 Rumble. Yeah. Thanks, Brock. Yeah. Um, How much time we got left? Three and a half fucking minutes? Well, no, we're up to the final four. So it's yeah, this is the final minute. four. Yeah. Here we go. Oh, okay. So the final four are Orton versus Edge versus McIntyre versus Reigns. Edge eliminates Orton. Edge versus Reigns versus McIntyre. Reigns eliminates Edge. Reigns versus McIntyre, your final two. McIntyre eliminates Reigns, and then McIntyre wins. Um, do you, either of you have any notes of 
for the final four that I just read? From the final four? For as, I'll just go to the finish, for as big and tough as they try and uh, portray McIntyre, which I'm sure he is, because clearly he's big and probably tough, the the emotion he showed, there was no acting there. Mm-mm. There was no, there was no like referee, hey, you know, try to cry on camera. Uh, like Shawn Michaels at WrestleMania 12 couldn't produce tears to save his fucking life. Um, Drew McIntyre, that was probably the most emotion I've seen in a very long time. And I was genuinely happy. Um, the only really note that I have is when it gets down to the three and Edge and Reigns are fighting, I feel like that was a plug for WWE 2K because Cole was like, wow, could you imagine these two on a dream match? You could play it on WWE 2K. I'd like to imagine it on a game that's not glitchy well, shit. Well, that's why, that's why I was going exactly. to I said, can you or will it freeze up on you? Um, okay. Um, Possibly, oh, you have something else to add? To the final well, point? no, I was going to add something um, post-match, because there was something I wanted to bring up on this particular sure. show, or this episode. Okay, so, yeah, let's go with the post-match now. And okay. So the overall thoughts, I have four notes. First off, like, obviously, very phoned-in Royal Rumble. I mean, if you really think about it, it's just Lesnar eliminates half the people, then... Um, someone eliminates... Like, here's what I'm picturing the, the people in the, like, the booking committee in the back doing. It's like, alright, come on, we... Alright, we booked the Women's Rumble, so, I don't know, let's just fucking do this. Alright, so we'll have Lesnar eliminate the first half of the Rumble, then, I don't know, we'll figure it out. Someone will take out Lesnar, and then we'll stall because we have that Edge return coming back, happening, and then... Whoever we decide is going to eliminate Lesnar will win the Rumble. All right. Well, this is where this was what I was going to bring up, actually. Okay. Because, like, a few days after, I, th- I want to say it was Mike Johnson or Melter, one of the two. The two people that won it, that was not how it was going to be. Okay. The women's was originally going to be Baszler winning. The men was originally Roman Reigns to win it. But Paul Heyman, who is in charge of Raw, was like, no, 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 no. You you, got to have Drew win this. So he has this talk with Vince, apparently. And I guess a deal was made where it was like, okay, we'll let you have Drew win. But I have to have... Sure, you know, I have to have somebody else win, which would end up being Charlotte. Sure. So if we ended up having the original ending to both, we wouldn't have had that bad chamber match recently. That's true. It it could have been the men having a six-way chamber match with maybe Drew winning it. I'm not really sure how it would have gone. Right. But originally it was supposed to be Shayna and Roman winning it. Hmm. Okay. Russ, what do you think? I don't... Oh, okay. okay. I, I, I follow that. I didn't read that, but I guess so. Shayna would have been the, I guess, quote-unquote, internet winner, and Roman mm-hmm. would have been the Vince winner. Yes. So they flopped it, 
But I'm surprised, given Vince picking Charlotte to win, I'm surprised he was on board going for the NXT title with that. Because as far as we know, Vince doesn't really pay much attention to NXT. Maybe now he does that it's on USA. Right. But I didn't. I wouldn't have seen Vince having his chosen female going after the lesser of the titles, unless he likes Rhea Ripley too, because she's a, a bigger, more athletic, also blonde woman. I don't know. See, I'm, I'm, I'm that logic. I'm actually not surprised by because of the fact that it's a way to get one of your bigger stars on NXT with a legitimate reason to go to NXT as, mm-hmm. as opposed to feeling as opposed to feeling like it's a demotion. Um, and plus I'm, I think, I think there's definitely more focus on NXT from Vince, uh, Vince now, especially since, you know, AEW's runs against NXT. I think that definitely has a play into it. Um, so that, I'm, I don't actually, I, I definitely believe, I don't find it far-fetched at all about the Charlotte stuff. Plus, you know, Charlotte has to get the, we talked about it on the Women's Rumble um, on the list episode. Charlotte has to get those 16. What is she at now? Like eight? Ten, I believe. Ten. Ten. She's almost yeah. there. Ten, and they're including NXT. Right, that's what I mean. So, like, this is another way, like, oh, she can, NXT counts, so there we go. Which, like I said, I, I like Charlotte. She's, like, probably one of the only women that I think are actually good in the WWE. Um, but it's part of me that's just, like, just take the belt off her, get it back on, take it off, take it, uh, put it back on, just get it over with. Well, hell, there was, like, a two- or three-month series where she and, she and Sasha bounced it back and forth, like, four times. So Sasha's a four-time champion. Oh, God. But she never won a defense she always lost it back to charlotte the first chance she got mm. so. and that was pretty much just to buffer charlotte up seemingly well i mean like i said yeah i i agree with that like I, that's probably what that was for um okay bill so i guess or do either of you two have anything to add on this rumble match otherwise we'll give final thoughts and head out the last 14 spots was a really was a pretty decent rumble, mm-hmm. but the, the first sixteen spots, well, fifteen, really murdered it, just dead in the water. Um, I will be one hundred percent honest with you, and we can put it on tape. I I didn't start watching it until the MVP entrance. Thankfully, the network flagged it right there because mm-hmm. I I hated the first half of it so much. Right. So, yeah, I hate ugh. First six, maybe. Have Brock eliminate the first six or seven. That's what I thought it was going to be. I thought it was going to be mm-hmm. like four. That's what I was I was banking on. First of all, if I knew whoever drew three, I was like, whoever has that one is done immediately. But I thought yeah. four or five would be where they started to break it in, break it up. Yeah, lot. and then, you know, then you can have like a, a at least two-thirds of it have it be interesting, not like the second half. Like, Jesus. Right. Yeah. Whoever pitched that should be kicked in the balls. <laughs> should they get kicked like Brock Lesnar does? <laughs> yes, Claymore, straight to the balls. Can I, let me say this too. I would not be surprised if whoever had the idea of this rumble and that kind of format, 
I wouldn't be surprised if that same person booked the women's elimination chamber. Yeah, it was pretty much it's the same, it was just it's the, same thing, yeah. the same thing in reverse. Right. So. All right, but uh, Russ, I don't know. You don't plug anything, so why don't you tell nope. people what you were what you're playing? Um, what I've you been recommend. Uh, well, I've been tinkering. I, I bought a Wii U for Christmas. I've been tinkering with that. Um, uh, legalities there, so I won't mm. get into that. Um, Spider-Man for the PS4, very good game. Uh, Uncharted, I actually uh, have come around on that, even though I prefer The Last of Us still, and I cannot wait for the second one. Uh, I will be taking days off for uh, Resident Evil 3 and The Last of Us, um, as I did for Resident Evil 2 last year. I took the Friday off. Um, still didn't beat it that weekend, um, but I have beaten it. I have beaten it since. Oh, good! You finished the game. Congratulations! I, yeah, I, I I beat the first two of the Uncharted collection. I still have to beat the third one, and then I have the fourth one, and then I have the side story, and I got God of War two. God damn! Also, God of War also. God damn! Way too many videos. Yeah, apparently. All right, as far as I go, I mean, like I said, this is very phoned in. I mean, I've said that term a lot, but it does certainly feel that way, even re-watching this Royal Rumble match. Um, You know, the women's we talked about in the last episode, I I, I even, I think, said at the end, I was like, well, you know, at the very least, unlike the men's, it doesn't seem like it was phoned in. Um, I stick with that. Uh, Yeah, I wish I had gotten the women's Rumble. For this. All right, well, too bad for you. Um, that's podcasting on Twitter and Instagram, and that's podcasting.com. Phil, you get to say what could be the final thing in a long time. Yeah, I know. If, if not yeah. forever. <laughs> I mean, because who knows what's uh, going to happen out there in the world. Um, by the way, it's funny because I was uh, getting uh, messages about people from work complaining that we have to go in tomorrow i mean yeah. the whole time that i that we've been doing this recording they weren't doing it during the women's taping um but i've been getting it all this one and i don't know why i'm going in tomorrow anyway go ahead bill send us out of here all right well as far as the rumble goes it's a two-part match the first part is the brock lesnar stuff the second part is post-Brock, which does make it a little bit fun. Um, I'm not going to really hate on it as much because I sort of knew Brock would they would push Brock as being dominant. So eh, I'm okay with it. I'll just say that. Uh, you can follow me on Twitter at House of Bill. You can follow me on Instagram at Mr. Billiam. Check out my podcast, That Wrestling Show, which comes out each and every Friday. I'm sure I'll be figuring something to do during this time where everything is closed. Uh, Thank you guys for tuning into this. And the men's 2020 Royal Rumble has been eliminated.